Hi you're listening to All Law an audio series brought to you by Lakshmi Kumaran and Sridharan a leading Indian law firm at the firm we are proud to combine the knowledge of law with extensive experience in industry and technology in order to design practical legal solutions for our clients this podcast series is a part of our knowledge sharing initiative where we will discuss notable judicial and regulatory developments and analyze the business implications of the law as it evolves in india eligibility of input tax credit vis-a-vis inherent loss of inputs during manufacture the division bench of honorable madras high court recently in the case of eastman exports global clothing settled an interesting question of law pertaining to the reversal of input tax credit on the loss of input which is inherent to the process of manufacturing the decision will have a significant bearing on similar claims of itc made under the present gst regime as well consumption of inputs in the process of manufacture at the outset it can be inferred that the principle on eligibility of itc on inputs consumed during manufacture is applied uniformly by the courts even though decisions are based on the provisions of different statutes in this regard it can be discerned that the discourse on what amounts to inputs being used in manufacture of goods dates back to 1960s wherein the supreme court while examining the phrase in light of section 8 subsection 3b of the central sales tax 1956 in the case of jk cotton spinning and weaving case held that if any process is integrally connected with the ultimate production of goods so much so that but for the said process manufacture of goods would be commercially inexpedient goods used as inputs in that process would fall within the ambit of the expression used in the manufacture of goods and such inputs will be considered as being part of the final manufactured product irrespective of the fact that they are physically not present in it subsequent decisions applying the principles thereafter in the case of ran india steel the honorable madras high court held that the inputs that are consumed in the manufacture will not come within the poles of inputs that are destroyed at some intermediary stage of manufacture as per section 19 subsection 93 of the TNVAT act similarly in the case of ARS steels the high court held that loss of inputs during manufacture cannot be equated with any of the instances set out in section 175h of tamil nadu goods and services act 2017 as the loss is inherent to the process of manufacture itself further even in excise law the assessee was held entitled to claim itc irrespective of the fact that the end product only contained 95% of the inputs used in it as can be seen from the case of rupa and co the principle laid down in these cases was followed in several others as well The outcome of the Eastman judgment 
The primary question before the Honorable High Court in the impugned judgment was the inquiry as to whether the inputs that are used in the manufacture and not contained in the final product is relevant to determine the eligibility of ITC on such inputs because according to the decided cases a raw material which is consumed in the process of manufacture is as much as an input as that which retains its identity in the last stage of manufacture the honorable high court the honorable court while delivering the judgment emphasized on the test of indispensability of the input in the emergence of the end product rather than its physical presence in the end product itself to determine the fate of the claim of ITC on manufacturing loss further the judgment also placed reliance on the principle of commercial expediency propounded in the case of JK cotton spinning and weaving mills to reach a conclusion that if the invisible loss of inputs is the result of a process which is commercially expedient to the manufacturing of the end product then there cannot be denial of ITC on such loss of inputs the court also held that the requirement of quantitative tally between the raw materials used in the process of manufacture and the end product is contrary to technical practical and commercial expediency involved in the activity of manufacture section 17 subsection 5 of the cgst and tngst act although the impugned judgment pertains to the treatment of manufacturing loss under section 19 subsection 9 subsection 3 of the tngst act the principle enunciated by the honorable court is very helpful in determining the entitlement of itc vis-a-vis section 17 subsection 5 subsection h of the cgst and sgst act in fact in the ars steel's case the court equated section 17 subsection 5 subsection h of the sgst act with section 19 subsection 9 subsection 3 of the tngst act by holding that the prescription in section 19 of tngst act is echoed in section 17 of the sgst act similarly in the sara dhamdika case the court held that section 17 subsection 5 subsection h of the tngst act and section 19 subsection 9 subsection 3 of the tngst act are paramaterial to substantiate section 17 subsection 5 subsection h states that the itc shall not be available to an assessee when the inputs are lost stolen destroyed written off or disposed of by way of gift of free samples at the outset the case of arx steels distinctly observes that none of the instances set out above equate with the loss of input in the process of manufacture as the above instances indicate loss of inputs that are quantifiable and involve external factors or compulsions as compared to manufacturing loss which is inherent to the process of manufacturing itself however disputes might still arise on the possible ground that the inputs which are lost during the process of manufacture equals to the inputs being destroyed under section 17 subsection 5 subsection h in this regard the eastman judgment might come to assistance as it draws a distinction between goods destroyed and goods used in manufacture according to this judgment destruction of goods is used to convey an act that renders the inputs useless for the intended purpose 
and on the contrary used in the process of manufacture of goods conveys a positive act of employing the inputs for the accomplishment of the intended purpose further it is incumbent to mention that section 17 of the cgst slash sgst act pertains to allowance of itc on inputs used in supply of goods whereas all the judgments cited above only deal with the concept of loss of inputs during the process of manufacture thus although the honorable high courts have been unanimous in stating that section 19 of tnvat act is in paramateria to section 17 of the cgst slash sgst act they have not dealt with the question of whether supply of goods under the cgst slash sgst act is akin to the process of manufacture under the erstwhile tnvat act this in our opinion could be a moot point before the courts in the near future in our view this judgment provides a much needed clarity on the subject and will wholeheartedly be welcomed by the business houses further the judgment may also come into play in determining the eligibility of itc under section 17 subsection 5 subsection h of the cgst slash tngst act however in the author's opinion the principles enunciated in the judgment may not be applied uniformly to all the instances of denial of itc it may be better to assess each situation individually on a case to case basis thank you for taking the time for listening to the series we would love to hear your feedback comments and questions about the episode you can write to us at podcast@lakshmishree.com to know more you can even suggest topics for future episodes you would like to hear more about do check out our website www.lakshmishree.com which is linked in the episode description below to keep abreast with relevant legal updates we hope you'll join us next week